1: We have a very
0: special episode for you today and a very special guest. We are doing a series with graduates of our community coaching program, people are who are committed to accelerating pleasure in their life and disrupting shame, and we have one of our rock star graduates here <laughs> with us today. Her name is Danielle, and Danielle is going to share her story today because we believe that sharing your stories is what helps us all transform our lives. We see ourselves in other people's stories. So we hope that Danielle's story today will inspire you in your own pleasure journey and let you know that there is this pleasure-positive living community always here to support you. So welcome to the Pleasure Positive Living studio, Danielle. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Yes, Yay. we are so excited for this. We've been we've been looking forward to this for a couple of weeks now. <laughs> yes. So would you mind introducing yourself to our audience, just a little bit like who you are in the world, your, your age, your gender, your relationship status, what you do for a living? Do you have kids Yeah, just so they can get, get the world of who you are a little bit?
2: Yeah, I am, um, a 45 working mother of four. Um, we have, uh, almost empty nesting. Uh, we started our our childhood journey very early, but, um, yeah. We still have one at home, and uh, in in the time we've been together married, I've also had four additional pregnancies as a surrogate, so um, we've wow. done a lot of, uh, oh. you know, <laughs> child-rearing, uh, yeah. making babies, having babies, helping others have babies, and um, I've been married for 24 years. Wow. So yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I do, I work amazing. outside of my home and, uh, and, uh, just, you know, wife, mother,
0: working. Yeah. And, a, <laughs> and a total, and a total badass in our community. <laughs> we just you. love you. <laughs> Thanks. And a babe, yeah. total babe. Wish you guys could and see her, but you can't. <laughs> um, all right. Amazing. Uh-huh. So I, we, you're glowing. We were, before <laughs> we hopped on air, Katie and I were just complimenting you. You are glowing. Thank you me. are at such a different vibration than when we first met you. The transformation is palpable. You've literally have a t-shirt on right now that says good vibes. (laughs) And that is, and this beautiful bright yellow wall behind you and these plants. And it's just, and you're just smiling from ear to ear. And it's, it's so amazing to see that because I, we know, we remember Mm -hmm. how frustrated you were before this community coaching program. And I do think that it's important Mm -hmm. for you know, for anyone out there who might be experiencing something similar, I really want to kind of go back there and paint a picture for people. I want to know, want to get into your world. What Mm -hmm. was it like before you joined our community and began your journey? You know, what was your biggest frustration? What was life like? What kept you up at night?
2: It honestly felt very sad. I was um, very lonely. I... one entire chapter of my marriage was over. Um, You know, the sexual aspect. (laughs) And it was, um, as a woman, I felt very isolated because I feel like there's, hadn't been anywhere to talk about my frustrations. So it was, I mean, super alone, super isolated, um, sexually frustrated and sad about that. Um, Yeah. So it was, uh, (laughs) I didn't realize how much of my, world it was affecting like even in my day-to-day uh you know because of course as women I paint a smile on and go to work I tell everyone mm-hmm. hi you know but inside mm-hmm. um I was alone I was very alone mm.
0: Ooh, I feel I feel that I feel like mm-hmm. you're, you're right back there you're mm-hmm. remembering that and I think that is so relatable and Oh, you felt alone and sad. Mm-hmm. And what were what were some of the thoughts running through your head when you were in that moment of frustration and just thinking that the sexual intimate relationship with your husband was over after ten years? <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys are
2: Sex and the City fans, but I felt a lot like Samantha. I was like, I eat, so I don't cheat. Yeah, yeah. I felt oh. like I was really like... Uh, focused a lot on food I was taking that in and I that statement kept running through my head over and over because I really felt like that at that point where I definitely um love 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 my husband didn't want to risk anything um and I just felt like I was just shoving stuff in my mouth just to keep myself from um going outside you know Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, going outside of my relationship, because it was, um, I was hurt, I was like, I I was just feeling alone and feeling like, um, like I didn't want to go there. But obviously, in the back of my mind, that was
0: kept, you know, the tape was playing. (laughs) Yeah. And and it's like, how do you, I think for a lot of people, it's how do you even broach that conversation? Who do you talk to? Did you have community? Did you have friends that you could reach out to? Um,
2: not at that time. At the time I felt very, um, like it was too taboo. I didn't really know who I could talk to about it. I thought about talking to some of my other friends, but if I, I would kind of, um, drop the little nuggets um, of like oh you know like oh you know you've been married so so long and it was always like oh, I know and I'm so sick of like my you know basically their big gripe was that their husband still wanted to and that it was like oh it was his birthday so I had to and I was like right. oh, okay well that's just a problem to have but you know I wouldn't once that was put you know the response then I was like okay you know then I would just kind of oh yeah haha
0: I know you know I get it
2: and it was just like
0: I'm yeah. not getting it. I'm not that would it at all. that would feel really mm-hmm. isolating, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I wonder sometimes and Katie maybe you can speak to this. I wonder if there are people out there that are pitching that story but mm-hmm. are really actually experiencing what you're experiencing because I think that there's this almost this cultural stigma that women should Say that, like, oh, he just he goes for me, and I I did it because it was his birthday. Mm -hmm. Like, there's almost this lack of permission to
1: for women to say,
0: I love sex, yeah, (laughs) and I want to have it,
1: right? And also the stigma that like sex does Mm -hmm. end in a long term relationship. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's such a huge one. I've I feel like I've talked to so many people in their older age, like in their 70s, 80s, and they really think that their sexual life is is supposed to be over. Yeah. And and that's why I'm saying it's a stigma, you know? And um, because it is taboo, it's hard to find communities and someone to talk to. And even, um, this Mm -hmm. is why I'm in school right now because I'm a registered nurse and doctors, therapists, nurses, Mm -hmm. we, we don't get any sex education, so, it's really lacking in our medical system, and it's a real disservice. um and and also, like that's why we wanted to make this community is because it it doesn't have to it mm-hmm. doesn't really matter who it comes from, necessarily, as long as you have that support and that freedom to speak freely and just kind of mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, share your shit. And like what's really happening. And instead of just saying, like, right. hi, I'm good yeah. and like moving on, you know? So that's what our, um and, and you really mm-hmm. took people Thank by you. the horns in in the course and you shared and you were vulnerable and it was so inspiring for everyone. And it's, <laughs> you know. yeah. What, well, and it also took a today, lot of right? courage,
0: right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and the opposite of courage is fear. And I mm-hmm. hear in your story, there was this fear. The fear can be so paralyzing. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes when we're feeling, almost desperate, you know, you think, and I want to ask you like, what if things didn't change? Like, what was your biggest fear? What was your worst case scenario? Mm, My worst,
2: for me, my worst case scenario was that I was going to live in it
0: and live like, and that I was just going to. And what was it? it. I was, you had to put words. to it. what was it? What was living in it? What was that? That I was going to shrivel up and just be sexless
2: and that that's what i yeah. was going to accept i know like a lot of people would say my biggest fear was leaving but my biggest fear wasn't that my biggest fear that I, was that i would just accept a sexless marriage and and just be sad about it
1: yeah and can you tell our listeners a little bit of how it became to be a sexless marriage after you had had so many yeah. kids and been together for so long so, like, I mean, we had a stellar like, sex life to start with.
2: I mean, we are like three or four times a day, you know, hiding from the kids in the closet. But um, yeah, <laughs> um, my <laughs> husband had, um, you know, long-term, probably, you know, probably long-term mental health uh, history that he had dealt with, with addiction. And in getting clean, he also finally started to go to a psychiatrist and get on top of that and had started an ssri and um they just really diminished the sex drive you know um, um in the first couple of and years for those
0: of people who oh, don't know what an ssri is you mean antidepressant an antidepressant yes
1: yeah it's a yeah, and it's specifically yeah, a exactly. selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor. So like when you, when you spike or have anxiety. Yes, yeah, I mean, you know, especially
2: it, like learning to live captive. his life without the help of a mood-altering substance, drugs, alcohol. He needed that help. Like, I mean, definitely needed the help. Mm-hmm. He was very high anxiety. He didn't know how, you know, was having a hard time functioning outside, you know, outside the parameters of having something else numbing his life. So right um, that that was the road we took and bec- and I think also because it was like um, he's doing his job, you know, like he's gotten clean, he's in recovery, he's actively bettering himself. How could I right. say and on top of all that, you're not satisfying me.
0: right? Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it felt like it was it was uh, mm-hmm. rude, it was mean, it was not
0: supportive. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. You know, and oftentimes, you know, oh, when you said I was sad and I felt like I was just going to be shriveled up, like talk about being disconnected, right. Mm-hmm. From our, our pleasure. And there's, I think that the universe, there are little warning signs or symptoms that mm-hmm. the universe is trying to communicate to you that, 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 this is important for you to get reconnected to your pleasure. What were some of those signs or like that you, that you saw that gave you the courage to move in the direction of, okay, maybe there's something else possible.
2: Um, I, I mean, I, I think what it was is like, we had started talking about, um, For myself, I'm not really, like, I don't know. I don't, for myself, I'm not really sure. I, I think for me, um, I, ooh, that's a hard one. Uh, it's okay. Like signs that I didn't want my spark
0: to go away or? Yeah. um, Or warning signs, but let, let's, maybe what were the warning signs of your spark going away and not being healthy for you? How
1: was it impacting yeah, you? Yeah, I was. Oh, I and know, You started I know, researching like and found our <laughs> <Okay>. course. Like, <laughs> uh, actually, a friend like how did you find out? Like, hey, I think you might like this course.
2: <laughs> but I know what the warning sign for me was, is that I actually, oh, okay. I, I had never really, I'd never been on Reddit. I had like every once in a while seen little like Reddit tweets someone would post. I had actually got on Reddit and started looking up um non-monogamy I started really um my husband had said a couple things to me and I was like actively searching non-monogamy and um it was becoming real like the possibility that I would um like kind of like quote unquote with permission take the next step and go outside yeah yeah, it was yeah, kind had of had like had a conversations little, um, hey, together, I would right? understand if. Mm. You know, I would understand Got if, it. as long as I, I didn't see. know, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't be mad at. And that was kind of what was right. a couple of times that had been said mm-hmm. um, from him. And I kind of went, oh, well, what if, you know, and kind of yeah. started to to right. really toy with the idea.
0: You know? Got it. And, and and I remember, and obviously, we are the we accept all different relationship styles, oh, yeah. and it's interesting, right? And I remember you bringing it up in the course, and my gut instinct saying, "I'm not sure this is," because I would never judge. I'm obviously I'm yeah. you know, I've dabbled in nominating. I would never judge, but I had this gut that I was like, "I'm not sure this is really what she wants."
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Madison was the one mm-hmm. who was who's our poly queen and the way that you described it and the way that, you know, you've just described your relationship. Like we didn't know any of that before. And, um, and just the way that you were talking about, like, I think this is my only option and how... It seemed like that was going to be devastating, but you were still going to get what <laughs> you want. And Madison was like, no, no, no. You are not a polyamorous person. You're yeah, not someone who's like, I'm like, to go have sex with a bunch of different <laughs> yeah, people. Yeah, I guess I'll do like, it. This is not, this is, this, let's I think, look at something else. I think your exact else, words were like, you know? I need
0: a deep dick um, in or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted,
1: I wanted to get, to get railed. railed. Oh, you wanted to I get like, railed. Girl, I, I feel feel think that's you. what you, I feel says. you. I feel you.
0: Let's, right. get you railed. <laughs>
1: let's get you railed um, okay
0: amazing and so and so had you ever, had you tried anything else to solve this like what what was the journey what so you said a friend introduced you to the course like did you try anything else before you were on reddit like what, tell us about the journey of of coming to i think you came to our workshop right i did the small workshop yeah,
2: there was like a small workshop okay, and honestly um madison stating that she was in an open relationship an open uh, marriage relationship, uh piqued my interest because I thought if that's where I'm going to go, these are people I can actually talk to about it because mm. in other spaces, it didn't seem like, um, mm-hmm. it, it might not be safe to talk about that. Um, right. and then, uh, right. I take, there was one, there was one friend I had talked to and one time it had been brought up because I was like, oh my gosh, like, uh, I, my and I sex. Oops, sorry. I was like, you know, like we, we had done it. I was excited. And she was like, ugh, you know, she's single and she was kind of like blew me off. Like, why are you going to brag about that? You know, basically like I'm living in the Sahara desert. And I was like, she was one person that I said, um, that's where I lived, you know? And she was like, well, you're married, you know, you're. And I said, I'm not, you know, like she was one person that I did talk to. And so yeah. Um, that friend of mine had also, she was kind of like guiding me. She was the one who like said that, you know, you can get on Reddit. There's these, and she gave me some apps to like check out. Yeah. Feel. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. That <I> was on <laughs> so, um, I hadn't opened any accounts or anything like that, but, um, uh, <laughs> I forget where I was going This, but you know, like I had been, I had, she was the only other person that I had kind of talked to. Yeah. Um, and so when I found your guys a short course, a, a different friend told me about this course. Hey, I think, I think you might like this, you know, check this oh, out, cool. out. And she said, yeah, I haven't really done any of their sessions, okay. but it sounds like something you would be into. And oh, I was like, cool. okay, cool. So, um, okay. I got Amazing. onto the course okay. and then just from, uh, the openness, even in that short course, finding the three, the three power words and, and just, yeah. um, You guys just seemed very open-minded to newer ideas of what a relationship and sex could be.
0: I love that. Ooh, gold! Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay, so you're there in Mm -hmm. us. Thank you. You have your aha moment, and you take Mm -hmm. the leap of faith, and you say, "Oh shit, I'm doing this community coaching program (laughs) with these with these three crazy women with these these open women." And I want to know why did you sign up, and what did you really want to get out of this? What were Um, your goals?
2: Initially, I just wanted. I thought uh, my hope was to like. To find excitement and like an inner vitality without necessary, like, how do I tap into my own sexual Like, how do I tap into my own sexual excitement was mm-hmm. what I
1: was looking for, you I know? I love that. Like, how do I? Yeah, have I mean, a just sec- I just wanted to walk around girl.
2: and like I felt like I was just walking around super frumpy. Um, I could feel myself shrinking inside, and so what mm. I initially was just looking for is to, mm. um, to open up, like to, to bloom again, to find yeah. something that made me happy. Oh, I
0: love that! Yeah, amazing.
2: Okay,
1: I know. I thought <laughs> so it was us.
0: <laughs> and and, so and, and and what were your goals? Like, what did you what did you think you were gonna like accomplish inside of it?
2: Like, initially, my goal was just to be able to strut around and feel hot.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, I love at the, that. Yeah. At
2: the <laughs> yeah of what it okay. was, I honestly <laughs> didn't think you guys were going to help me uh, get my sex life. Back. Most people don't. <laughs> I, I just thought I was I don't know if honest. these bitches are going to help me. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they might make me, you know, I, I don't, I guess I just thought it was like a baby tune. I was like, oh, they might help me just, you know, feel good about myself and. And get a little, little back. Little you know? did
0: you know. <laughs> <laughs> we do that too. Hey, so, strutting around feeling too, hot is, part is of power. It. Okay. So so we're in the course. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You're, I remember at one point you almost quit because <laughs> you're like, I, I this did. is not what I signed up for. We we, we brought you back in because, you know, our course is not just about strutting around and feeling sexy, right? Mm-hmm. We go deep. We go deep. Mm-hmm. We get to the core of what those limiting beliefs are. We get to mm-hmm. the core of it. We, we hold you responsible for your pleasure in a way that, you know, we say that, but then mm-hmm. it's, it can be a confronting conversation. So, you got in, but then you really it's dug in and yes. the, like from week to week, I was yeah. seeing the transformation in your face. Mm-hmm. And then there was one week where you came back <laughs> a, di- a different person and we were yeah. like, what happened? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's, this is like what we happens call it unlocking, right? Like yeah. we talk about becoming unlocked in the program mm-hmm. and having access to, a. Uh, an enticing new paradigm, right? The the Mm -hmm. pleasure positive paradigm, a new, a different way of viewing the world. Can Mm -hmm. you tell us about the moment you became unlocked? And yeah, tell us about that moment.
2: Um Yeah, there was a couple things. I know initially when I did bring up the non monogamy and you guys all said like, no, that's not what you want,
0: I was kind of I was very frustrated. I know. I was like, she's was mad like, at me.
2: I was, I was really mad. I got off the phone and I had brunch with my, with my one friend, the only friend that knew. And, um, I was like, they're not listening to me. Cause I do. I want to just get, I want to get railed. I want to do it. I
1: need a dick in it. I was just like, very like, Oh empty. no, I believed that. <laughs> We were on board of that. <laughs> oh, that we were on board well, to deliver yeah, to you. So, um, <laughs> that was happening. That, and then
2: honestly, like, I mean, just being able to release that and talk to someone else. Um, yeah. Having a pleasure partner, you guys set us up with the pleasure partner. So my pleasure partner was amazing. Just really being able to talk to her. Um, mm. Really being able to talk to others and not feel isolated. Yeah. The, and then, um, I want to say it was in that same, when you guys told me that's not what I wanted, <laughs> uh, but, but I mean, I get it. You guys called it, but, very
1: um,
2: in that same, I think it was the very same call we had. There was the exercise of choosing and yes. I got, I really got stuck on that choice mm. because I think, um, choice. that was a big one for me because a lot of, um, I couldn't even see that I had a choice Yeah, Um, because I felt like it had to be like A or B. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I was either going to wither away and be a good submissive, you know, like not even submissive, just be a good wife and let myself wither away. Or I was going to choose to fuck up my whole marriage, mess up my kids, ruin everything. Like in Mm -hmm. my head, it was like black and white no gray there was nothing and so we Mm -hmm. were doing that exercise and everything kept like I was like um the guilt choice was just overriding like in my in my head it was like you know be good be good be good be good like that's I guess what it what it really boils down to now that I'm talking it out like be good yeah um yeah and yeah Yeah. be a good girl Mm -hmm. and so once there was the opportunity for choice like it ultimately like it's your choice like there was this whole smattering of color between black Mm, and white and it was like wow um so Mm. honestly like I did uh I went to brunch with my friend (laughs) but she was like why didn't you tell me about this course I was like I didn't (laughs) know what it was about at first okay I'm sorry (laughs) yeah I was keeping it a secret from everyone you didn't tell me I was like I didn't even know I was afraid to make recommendations I didn't know um but uh (laughs) I mean so we did talk and I mean and and honestly like it was like they were right like non-monogamy is not for me I don't want another relationship I I, like fully vested in the one I have there is nothing about our relationship itself like the heart-to-heart, heart, like the relation, aside from sex, everything else is like, we have the relationship, we talk, we communicate, we're friends, we like each other, we love each other, we're still very yeah. playful, we kiss, we hug. It was literally the one thing. So I'm like, I don't, and, and it was like, I don't want a relationship. I don't, non-monogamy is not for me because I don't want to have, I'm not looking for that, yeah. you know? Um
0: so that was nice to get that clarity. That's, oh my gosh, um, amazing. And so what, so I love this. You're like, oh once I gosh, realized right? I had choice because in, inside of the, the exercise, you know, when you get that choice is just that, like mm-hmm. your choice, I love that it brought the world, it's the world became technicolor for you. Yeah, and you, and you can see other possibilities that you weren't considering before. Mm-hmm because you were stuck inside that little girl <laughs> limiting belief, right? We yes. call it the little bitch in our head, yes. had you stuck. And you was like, it was like, I'm going to fuck up my marriage or she's like, yeah, a good yeah. Girl? <laughs> that's really limiting, right, girl. Yes. And so, and so, <laughs> you know, what is life like now that you have that distinction? Um,
2: it's amazing. I, uh, what's, What's funny is I had made the decision I'm still going to have a fulfilling sex life. Um, Yes. There was a a different way about it uh, in terms of, like, how I was going
0: to get there. Mm -hmm. But I just decided. All right like yes correct you were yeah. is not for me you are and no longer a, a victim of this this yeah, situation
2: yeah before it was like oh I, this is where i have to go it's my only oh. option
1: and well, what you did was you created yes. a desired future and took some really great coaching from the three yeah, of us and then you I,
2: just i definitely made that choice that i was going to have a fulfilling sex life
0: period yeah. like And the and the cool thing about choice is a lot of people get caught up in the how to how Mm -hmm. am I going to do this that's not choice Mm -hmm. you choose it and the path appears yeah then you start seeing other other ways you were like unstoppable I'm going to have a fulfilling sex life Mm -hmm. and this is and it also changed the way you were being with your husband yes. how you were showing up in conversation with him, how like the things you were saying. And so inside of this new way of being, what happened?
2: Well, what was weird is I even opened up to my mother about this, like this life I was Mm -hmm. living. And she's even, I thought you guys were perfect. I thought you guys were, you know, Mm. you guys are so loving. You guys are so caring. I thought, I just assumed you were having already a fulfilling sex life. And I said, I am not you know yeah um and so uh when i my, yeah it has changed immensely what is uh my husband and i didn't really have a specific talk about it was i mean what's funny is like it was i i changed my mindset mm-hmm. and then Honestly, we didn't talk about like, I mean, cause really effects yeah. had become so much of what we were discussing. It was, it was almost like, I mean, we were all talked out. We were all talked right. out about it. Yep. We had, we had right. done this and that and tried this and that, and we were just done, you know, yeah. <laughs> totally. um, but obviously energetically yeah. something changed. Um, I didn't come out and tell him I declare this, but. I feel like, um, energetically there was a shift Yeah. and what is crazy is I didn't even know, um, he had made the decision to stop his antidepressants and he didn't tell me either. Um, and then one day it had already been three weeks and he had said, Hey, I just want to let you know, I've stopped this. I want us to be together physically. I want us to be able to um, have sex. I want to fulfill you. And I've made this choice. And you haven't even noticed I'm not like, I mean, he, I a few weeks, you know, he was a little edgy a few weeks. Oh, he, I just,
0: he noticed, trust me, the day you made that choice, that declaration, mm-hmm. he noticed you didn't have to say anything. Your yeah. being is sometimes more powerful he, than anything. He was you saying, said. To, yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
2: he was saying, I didn't, notice, yeah, that that I, you didn't notice. That that I that hadn't he had? noticed he had gotten off of his antidepressants. Oh, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Of his that medication. That I wasn't, you know, yeah. That obviously he was doing well, you know? Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: And He's how, doing is, good. how is it? What he was he nice doing? about it, because then I was like, oh my gosh, are you sure you should do that? And like he said, he had come to the realization that he needed it initially because he didn't know how to live in the world, mm. but he has been uh, in recovery for long enough that it was time for him to be okay to feel. And he, uh, he didn't want to be numb anymore. He didn't want to not mm. care. And I, mm. and I think too, like, uh, obviously he felt the shift and I think there was that like, oh my gosh, am I, you know, that subconscious like am I gonna not care really if she does this you know am I gonna really I mean I say I'm gonna be okay but you know am I gonna be okay with that and he just said he didn't want to be numb anymore he didn't want to not care he wanted to
1: feel and be okay with feeling
2: that it was time for him to feel
1: Mm. and he made this (laughs) decision separately from you saying anything about this while you were in our course, I feel like this is, it was three weeks that he went off and you're like, I haven't yeah, noticed. Yeah, it think, is. <laughs> well, this is, week three. is it? Yeah. Wow. So like, I'm just like, wow. So these kind of synchronicities, this is what happens in our course. And the one thing that I want to say is that I'm just so glad that wow. your friends recommended this because I feel like mm-hmm. people wait so long and let things get mm-hmm. so hard that... It's just by the time they get to Mm -hmm. us, there's a lot to do, right? But you were able to get unlock it really quick. What I really want to start putting out there is that it doesn't have to, we don't have to be like desperate, (laughs) right? To come (laughs) to come do this. (laughs) And I and I really think that people can really hear that in your story today, Danielle. So Um, thank you so much. And then I can't remember what I was going to say. Well, I just
0: want to ask, you know, (laughs) one of the
1: things that
0: we promise in this community coaching program is that your life will be Mm. forever changed in a radical way. Mm -hmm. And what I love is you came for one very, you thought you were going to strut around sexy, (laughs) but you got this, you got the intimacy back with your husband. But Mm -hmm. what I also heard that I didn't know is you really got a new, you started being vulnerable with and creating community by sharing mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. got you got a new yeah, level of you know, relatedness yes, to did. your mom like how I cool did, yes. is that yeah
2: <laughs> right yeah and I even opened up to another um friend co-worker of mine you know one day mm-hmm. that things weren't great you know and she also has been married a long time and um yeah, she was shocked also, but I had didn't, there was no judgment. Um, really, I, yeah, I really just overcoming that. I just trying, I just really just feeling, deciding that it's, it's not as, it's the stigma of women wanting sex is bullshit. Like, it's okay. Like, we're yeah. sexual beings too. Just because my child rearing days yep. are done doesn't mean the factory's yeah. closed. Like, I, I like sex. I enjoy sex. It's pleasurable for me. And I want to continue to have it. <laughs> you
0: um, know? I love, yeah. Module one, removing shame, right? Like so yeah. we can build because it's it's lonely to not have community. That's why we started this community because I'm mm-hmm. I it's you don't want to be a lonely horny island out there by yourself. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> Well, and I love that all the conversations that are opening up because every single person that you talk mm-hmm. to and share your experience mm-hmm. with, it normalizes the conversation even more for everyone. And you have no yes. idea yeah. what opens up for people when they're when they enter this world of pleasure and permission and mm-hmm. vulnerability and freedom to speak, whatever is there. Yeah. And that, you know, no, you're not gonna be judged. And, um, and that we have real, have real solutions and have real ways in how yeah. we can yeah. um, help people. And, and I just want to do like a little public service announcement for anyone who is suffering mm-hmm. with depression and is on um, antidepressants and is having sexual side effects. Um, there's lots of education to be done, particularly for men. Well, Butrin is the best mm-hmm. medication for men to not have the sexual side effects. It's actually the only Mm. one on the market right now. So, um, and it can also impact women's libido as well, particularly. Thank you, Nurse Katie. So, um, (laughs)
0: so,
1: yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Cause I think that that is um, just continuing to normalize this conversation, like beyond us, you know, in your life and and, in their lives beyond that. Like, it's just really why we do this. And, um, what inspires us to, to make these. Yeah. And another resource, and ma- um, we did an episode shout out to
0: Marcella Hill, who has experience with this and has a whole community of, you know, working with your hormones mm-hmm. and antidepressants and the impact on your libido and everything. So she's a great resource as well for this conversation. Um, so I want to ask you, yeah, how has listening. your life forever mm-hmm. been changed by your participation yeah. in our community? <laughs> If you had to sum it up, um,
2: I love it. I'm living fully. I my I had lunch with my mom today, and she said, "Oh my gosh, you're glowing. You're beautiful." Yeah, you know, and and even just in my office today, I was sitting there thinking, "I'm so happy." I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I'm happy. Uh-huh. I'm fulfilled. I'm happy." Um, I'm I'm just a very uh, happy person. I feel. I feel full and not just a food.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I yeah. love that. I love that. I feel full yeah, and not just caps. a food. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm making that an Instagram <laughs> quote. <laughs> that is a t-shirt. Yeah. I need That's that like on a t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> I feel like um, amazing. And, you know, we, you talked about like your friends sharing with you, like why, why should other people join this community with us? for someone oh, who's think- listening right now.
2: Yeah, for someone who's listening, um, having a safe place to express what your desires are, mm. having a safe place um, to not feel judged, and just have women who are you know know what they're talking about, but guide you to figure out for yourself what you want. Um, yeah, that like. The ways to unlock unlock your own desires. Yeah, um, we actually did our hell yes, hell no. My husband and I, we took a road trip, and oh. I took the list along, and okay. we did our
0: like full body fuck yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. Or yeah. like no, we <laughs> have yeah. So for any Katie, can you can you can you describe for our listeners what she's talking about?
1: <laughs> yes, our full body fuck yes. yes uh, fuck no checklist. Yeah, it's basically a mm-hmm. ton of things, a big list of things that Lindsey Madison and I could think of that were taboo to kind of span the spectrum to see if you are mm-hmm. a full-body fuck yes. Or maybe. Or not right now. Not right now, yeah. Or a maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it's, it's an edge for you, but not right now. And, um, it's really a fun exercise to do for, yeah. for either by mm-hmm. I think we actually, if we do
0: have a free download version of it, we'll put the link in the show notes. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, but we'll put, we'll put in the links if you want to, if you want to download, full download body your body own full body fuck yes checklist, you can, you can download yeah. one for free. Um, and, and Danielle. So, I mean, yeah, I really think like this community was just, you know, uh,
2: I don't want to say I have, I, I don't want to say I low expectations. <laughs> Um, <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I was just like, oh, "I'm just going to find my inner self and start around a little bit." But yeah. it did go far beyond what I expected. Um, yeah. There was a little judgment in there, based on age, on my part. uh, All good, you know, on our age, yeah, yeah. On, yeah, age on our page, age, how, how can they understand? And yeah. yet, you guys unlocked something in me that that had been stuck for a long time. We couldn't ask for you anything know you more.
0: And th- definitely help me break through. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for, wow. thank you for trusting us to honor mm-hmm. you and your desires. Thank you for your willingness and the courage to take the leap of faith and, and, um, and allow us to be on this journey with you. It It has been our greatest honor. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to to share, Danielle? That's it.
2: That's it. If this you're is on so the good. fence, just say yes. <laughs> Danielle, we paid her to say that. Ah! <laughs> no, we didn't. No, we pa- didn't. No payments involved. No payments that. involved. <laughs> she is. She is, came out of the kindness of her heart.
0: Um, well, Danielle, I feel like I could cry right now. You know, I always cry. I'm a crier. I, you know, it is. It is my life's work to. Have people wake up and love their life and be happy. You know what a gift mm-hmm. that you wake up happy and and full and not just of food.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, it's man. a blessing, and I, and I thank you guys for creating the course for for um, you know not letting me slide.
0: Yeah, not not letting me off the hook. Mm. Yeah, well, thank you for being willing. Mm-hmm. Uh, amazing. Well. We're going to wrap this episode. We hope that Danielle's story made a difference for you. And if you are interested in working with us in any capacity, we have lots of opportunities. We will be sharing. We have some really exciting things coming up. We're actually kind of transforming the course a little bit in a way to make it better and more accessible um, ongoingly. So um, be on the lookout for information like that. And Danielle, Mm -hmm. you're amazing. Thank you. Thank you. And with that, Clutterati... We will see you next Tuesday. Bye-bye. All right. So, Anise, hold on. Wait. We have to wait. Yeah,
1: don't leave.